0: the living hi and welcome to the fifth episode of super Segoy cast i'm alex
1: and i'm justin
0: and this is our fifth episode so we've been officially podcasting for a month we've done four four episodes one a week yeah that was
1: actually done we're through one month
0: yeah we've got we've got one under the belt
1: technically yeah so we
0: have many more to go 11
1: at least 11 more months to go to hit a year and then (laughs) then that's another achievement gold star for us
0: it is yeah thank you for those of you who have listened so far
1: yes thank you very much
0: so we're gonna talk about all you need is kill and edge of tomorrow these are not on Netflix or on Hulu. At least I don't think so.
1: Um, um, I didn't
0: notice. I actually didn't even look.
1: I didn't look on Hulu, but I know Edge of Tomorrow isn't available to watch like streaming on Netflix, but you can get it if you have like the discs.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we got we. That's how we got ours. Yes, exactly. Usually we do things that are easily accessible through Crunchyroll like or and stuff like Netflix that. or mm-hmm. Hulu or something like that. But yeah, this time we didn't. But I don't know. We just felt like watching it. I guess we thought it would be a cool thing to talk about. Yeah, so, you know,
1: uh, nice to kind of see like a an American interpretation of a manga.
0: Yeah, and we haven't talked about any manga yet. Now that I think about it, Not so this really. will be our first one. Yeah, yeah. So we bought it and we read it, and it's called All You Need Is Kill. The manga was actually adapted from a novel in 2004, and it wasn't turned into a manga until 2014.
1: Oh, wow. So 10 years later.
0: Yeah. So, I don't know. I I mean, I guess that just kind of goes to show how long this was in people's minds, how good of a story it was. It was a good story. It won some sort of prize, I actually did. Oh, wow. Yeah, I didn't research exactly what prize it was, but they did get something, and it's a story that it's popular, so they decided to turn it into a manga
1: well based on how much i liked the manga itself i'm kind of wanting to go buy the book uh and actually read it because yeah. i feel like it it would be really really good story
0: yeah i wonder if the english translated version would be as good as the japanese version you know i mean the
1: english translated manga played out really well
0: that's true yeah i guess we wouldn't know until we bought it and, and read it but you know Exactly. Yeah, I think it would be a good experience to try and read it, though. I wish I could just read fluent Japanese, and then that would Wouldn't that would be solve an issue our problem at all. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's a that's
1: a goal in progress.
0: So, for those of you who don't know the story of Edge of Tomorrow and all you need is Kill, it follows this new soldier who's in combat against these aliens called Mimics. They're very easily and steadily taking over the Earth. And he goes to fight against them and he dies, but he keeps waking up every time he dies and he has to relive the day over and over again until he can figure out how to defeat them.
1: Basically. So Groundhog Day, but more violent. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's
0: like a military Groundhog Day. Exactly. Sci-fi yeah. military yeah. Groundhog. Well, I guess, would Groundhog Day be sci-fi? I mean, it's kind of... Kind of uh, out there. You're living uh, time, time technically, traveling. Uh, yeah. It's
1: not time travel, though, but I mean, like, technically, yeah, sci-fi-esque, <laughs> but uh, yeah.
0: Well, anyway, so yeah, there's that. So that's the story. It, it was about a three-hour read for the manga for me. Um, the art style was great. Yeah. You know? uh, I thought it looked nice.
1: I enjoyed most of it. Sometimes the art was a little hard to read based on like what was going on in the story
0: oh and, was this your first time reading a manga yes was it difficult to adjust to the way that the reading worked
1: no 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 not necessarily because i've read like preview mangas and stuff like that online oh okay. and whatnot and so i mean like i get the, the basics on how to read a manga but yeah it was just the art style was really neat but sometimes because of like how the mimics played out in the manga it was hard to see necessarily what was happening or how people were like fighting against them
0: i see well if anybody has not read manga they're actually read from right to left instead of from left to right so it's like you're reading a comic book backwards
1: basically yes
0: some people get it and some people don't or at least right away you know it is kind of
1: it's a challenge because if you look at it sometimes like you have like speech bubbles that kind of like yes while it goes left to right sometimes the bottom panel is one before you read, like, an upper left Mm -hmm. panel. So, like, sometimes you go left, right, left, left, then right again. I said that backwards. (laughs)
0: I I don't... You lost me. (laughs) uh,
1: It's... Either way, sometimes you have to read down before you go to the left of the manga. So, it's like... you
0: have to go up, down and then to the left.
1: Yeah, and, like, once you get more practice, you can kind of, like, get where the storyline's going so you kind of know, like, how to, like, go back and forth between it. It takes a little bit of practice, but as the manga itself is it really good.
0: Yeah, I thought so.
1: I thought the story, like, I really kind of got into it and it was like, oh, how it ended, and, like, it actually was a sad ending in the book, and it, I wasn't expecting that, and I think I enjoyed it because of how that how it ended.
0: I, I felt like it resolved itself well, you know? Like, I didn't think it was sad. What I thought was that... um uh-huh. There was a
1: connection that was yeah. lost. That's sad.
0: But but they carried it on, you know? Yeah. So yeah. it was like there was hope in the tragedy, I guess you could say. I don't know. I don't really know how to say it, but I, I liked it. I, I enjoy stories that aren't just like super happy at the end. Yeah. Either
1: way, we're, we're, we get it off of j Uh
0: No, we got it on Barnes & Noble.
1: Oh, so I mean that's <laughs> fantastic. So anybody who wants to go look for it, you know, get it on Barnes and Noble. I'm sure it wasn't it was, overly priced by any means. It's, no, it's, it's it was a good like 15 read. Fifteen bucks, I think. Yeah, it's a really good read for fifteen bucks.
0: Yeah, and I say it's fifteen bucks, but the <clears throat> the thing is huge. Like, yes, you know, because it's a giant comic. Book. If I
1: remember right, it's like 400 pages.
0: And it's the the spine of the book is very thick. It's not just like a normal comic book. You know, it gets like an actual book.
1: It's beautiful artistically. Has great story. So I mean, it's well worth it if you're looking for something science fiction to read.
0: So, the movie, which was called Edge of Tomorrow, they also gave it, like, a weird half title. It was supposed to be the tagline at first. It was just live, die, repeat. Mm-hmm. But then it ended up being as, like, like a hyphen yeah. title. So, it's Edge of Tomorrow, live, die, repeat. I don't know.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't ta- know that. It's
0: not necessary. No. Like, it wasn't needed really to be it? in there. But... Um, kind of, some-
1: like, gives the story away really in the title yeah if you didn't know what it was about or what it came from
0: i think maybe that was the point because the trailers when you saw them they were kind of confusing yeah like whoever it was that cut the trailers didn't do the best job so i remember when we watched them in the theater and i was like oh this movie could be interesting. Well, maybe not. Yeah. You know, we were just like, meh. I
1: kind of felt <laughs> the same way, like, about uh, Elysium with uh, Matt Damon. Like, oh, see, those, I thought that looked cool, though. I see the same thing to me. Like, I didn't, the trailers didn't do a great job for me in wanting to, like, oh, I gotta go see this movie. Yeah. And the same thing with Edge of Tomorrow. It was like, there were neat trailers, but I didn't feel like I had to see this movie. Yeah. Even before knowing what it was supposed to be about.
0: I think we should review Elysium at some point, because nah. the story to me, from what I got from the trailer, it really, really reminded me a lot of Battle Angel, and that's another um, manga slash anime from back in the day, and you oh, haven't seen it,
1: no, but,
0: but it's pretty good. That's um, what I thought when I watched it.
1: I think I remember reading something about Elysium being adapted from a book or something of that It nature. might have been, so, but I mean, there
0: is going to be their own Battle Angel movie that I think James Cameron is doing eventually. Oh like <laughs> i okay. don't know in between all of his million avatar movies and yeah manga. right but uh, uh, back to edge of tomorrow though so it actually came out in 2014 which was the same time that the manga came out so that's kind of interesting you know what i mean they were just kind of adapted at the same time yeah obviously the art for the manga probably started earlier well actually the production of the two probably started at the same time
1: yeah but they are vastly different as oh, yeah. well
0: yeah, definitely. It's the same plot, but the details are all very different.
1: For my opinion, like since we're comparing the manga versus the movie, mm-hmm. which both came from the same novel, the manga to me, I think represented the novel the best. Yeah. The movie, while it tried to, it went in weird ways and didn't necessarily portray the characters like I wanted them to. So like, yeah. I've read the whole like Aragon series and then I watched the movie. As a comparison book to movie, it was terrible. Way different. If you were to just watch the movie, it was a good movie. I feel the same way about Edge of Tomorrow. Really good movie as itself, but comparing it to the novel and like the manga, I feel like it didn't work.
0: I, I get what you're saying. I personally didn't really like Aragon, but, no, but I know people that did.
1: A lot of people actually like that movie. Yeah,
0: so I could see that too. I'm sure people who have watched Edge of Tomorrow without reading the manga, yeah, it's it's a decent movie. Like it was entertaining. It was okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, when you compare it to the manga, you're like. Eh.
1: This is they, wrong. That's yeah. wrong. Why is why this didn't happening? Why did they
0: do that? You like know?
1: probably one of the biggest flaws in the manga, the main character kind of like meets this like American soldier. I think her name is Rita, mm-hmm. and she's like this all-powerful person who can fight the mimics on her own with her battle axe.
0: Yeah, she's a badass,
1: very much so. And yeah. then you go to the movie, and it's the same character. She's this same kind of like hero for yeah. the United States, but like they introduced she
0: a, her on like the posters and stuff. Yeah. She was supposed to be. Like like you know the hope of the battlefront
1: basically and like she has a sword in the movie for one so that's one difference but she is not a badass like she was in the manga not one bit she
0: like died instantly yeah in
1: one scene she kills one mimic with the sword she then gets like knocked back and she like shoots him with her like mega cannons on her shoulder and then she dies yeah and you're like she's supposed to be a badass how is she dying five minutes into this fight it should not be happening
0: yeah you instantly lost the respect that you were supposed to have for this character from the moment that you meet her actually i yeah. think they showed her for like half a second before they Barely. went into the battle but mm-hmm. on the battlefield mm-hmm. yeah it was like what is she even doing there
1: yeah she if you this is the person you're supposed to be like putting your hopes and dreams on to like save you cuz she already took like one battle and gave you a victory and she's supposed to come here and help carry you to another victory yeah that's not what you get when you first see this movie yeah and it's really kind of disappointing
0: it was like she was the co-star of the manga she was not a co-star in this movie. No. In this movie, she was just like a support character.
1: Yeah, which is really kind of not how it should have worked. Yeah. You and know, because
0: she's the one... He he looks up to her, and he's the one that ends up learning from her and yes. doing all this stuff. And yet, you know, it, it almost seems like she can't even fight. So what is she even doing? There?
1: Yeah. And, you know, and like... So in the manga, the guy who's learning from Rita, he like... He learns her moves, and he knows her moves so well that when he finally understands how to use his, like, mechanical armor suit that keeps him up with the mimics, he knows what moves she's going to do, and they're, like, in unison. Like, they've been a team for forever. Yeah. And then when you go watch the movie, it's more like he memorized everything that's supposed to happen because he's done it so many times. And right. he, like, carries her and helps her get through it safely. Yeah. So they're not a team. It's just him helping her so that they can kill, like, the boss mimic, basically.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it actually really reminded me of what they did to Black Widow's character in Age of Ultron. Very much so. They, like, they, they brought her down a whole lot. Like, yeah, very much so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, she was very capable and everything in the first episode, and she she could go out and do all this stuff, and everybody was like, oh... You're cool. Yeah, you know, like but yeah. Then in this last one, yeah, she could still take care of herself, but it was almost like, what are you doing here, though?
1: Yeah, she she ended up instead of being her own powerful person, she ended up being the supporting cast to the rest of the Avengers. Yeah, which was not how it should have worked. Right. Why is she the being story, the babysitter?
0: Yeah, the story was was more focused on Hulk is, uh, between the two of them. Yeah, you know, so it was like, well, what's the point? The same thing with Rita and KG. I think his name was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like, well, what's the point? Well, of...
1: well, in the manga, that's not how it was. We're, we're right. talking like we're talking Tom Cruise. Uh, Uh, who's the main character in in edge of tomorrow He, i think this is where
0: american cinema
1: (laughs) yeah this is where they went wrong they should have instead of hiring somebody like tom cruise which i have no problem with tom cruise i think he's a good actor yeah he's great but he has to be the main character in his movies because he's just that high profile type star i think they needed to get someone who wasn't quite as high profile who could be a supporting male lead to rita or someone who could be at least a co-lead with Rita or the actor who played her in the movie, then I feel like they could have put her in her badass role like she was supposed to be, and then they could have done something very different.
0: Yeah, I agree with that totally. I think that would have been way better because she wasn't she didn't add anything to the story in the movie really
1: she didn't i don't know if i really want to say what i'll say because i want to give the plot away but it's like
0: if nobody has seen it this movie came out in 2014 okay that's about two years ago spoilers
1: are gonna spoilers are gonna happen both for the manga and for the movie i think at this point
0: kind of already happened
1: so okay yeah fair (laughs) enough in the manga basically she's experienced this time lapse before from a different battle so when she recognizes him having the same symptoms and sees like the number that he's writing on his hand because he's like i've been through this 75 days now Mm -hmm. she kind of recognizes is how this guy is like on her level of fighting and she's like i know you've been through this like i've been through this i know what you're going through let me help you so they help each other yeah and the way she explains it they are mimics and then there's like server mimics who reset the time so they need to kill the servers in a specific order and then that releases them that's not what happened in the movie
0: when the battle wasn't going well they had the power for these alpha mimics to reset but
1: like you're saying, it's like he he took the power from the Mimics. Yeah. It wasn't that the Mimics still had the power themselves. Right. It's all of a sudden the Alpha, that mega Alpha, whatever the heck it was called. The Omega. Yeah, the Ome- Omega basically could be like, oh, my Alpha died. I'm going to reset the day. Right. They couldn't do that anymore because it felt like when Tom Cruise died, he was the Alpha all of a sudden. So yeah, like he died, the then it reset tra- the day.
0: Yeah, because the blood transferred onto Tom Cruise. Yeah,
1: and like that's not how it worked.
0: No, instead in the manga what <clears> happened was KG ended up hitting one of the anti on the server mimics, mm-hmm. and it kind of scrambled it, and they reset it, and it ended up using KG as the server. Yes. Inadvertently. Yeah. So he was the one who was resetting the day, as opposed to, I don't know, whatever it was that happened. Yeah. But I liked that better, because it also gave him side effects. Yeah, like, yeah. He, you know, this was affecting him. He kept getting headaches, it kept getting worse, he was losing strength.
1: And, like, the movie... It didn't do headaches. It gave him visions.
0: Yeah, it gave him visions of where the Omega was. So it was just kind of like, well, that's stupid. What's well,
1: even more stupid is the fact that like the Omega knew it wasn't the proper Alpha. So it was sending them visions of where the Omega was supposed to be but it was it was a, it was a yeah, trap. It, was it wasn't even really a trap. it wasn't even really where the omega was. It was where the alpha was going to be in wait for them to kill it so that they can get the power back and it was just like this makes no sense. Yeah. What? I don't know. Hmm. It
0: just the movie added a bunch of unnecessary characters and random plot events stuff. and yeah. And, yeah, it, it just didn't need that cuz it it focused it more on the fight instead mm-hmm. of on what was happening. You, you know, know,
1: and I'm 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 one for like training montages and like oh, yeah. learning so like in this manga this kid's dying cagey's dying repeatedly over and over but he's doing it in battle so he's learning how to fight he's learning how to work his suit and he's learning how to be on the level of the mimics and dodging what they're gonna shoot and what they're gonna see because the whole point is like the mimics are fighting this war they lose a battle they just reset the day and start over yeah so he's kind of doing the same thing now that he has the power he's going out there and he's learning from them so that he can win yeah well
0: he's like i'm gonna die anyway so i'm well gonna learn i'm gonna do what i can to be the best person that i yeah, can
1: exactly yeah now tom cruise didn't do that tom cruise was going out there and he was just like i need to be able to run through this hill then 30 seconds later i need to run from this hill then 20 seconds i need to stop here wait till they pass and then go like yeah, he wasn't turning he was, himself into a badass no, he was just he trying, was
0: memorizing the fight
1: and how to map out to where he needed to get to go
0: and in, in the manga the fights kept getting worse every time he showed up because they knew what was going to happen yeah Whereas this one, yeah, he just kind of cheated. Yeah, well,
1: again, that's a very good point. The manga, they knew, okay, we know this dude has the powers to reset time when he dies because he's got the whole, like, server thing going on. So they knew to send more waves at him. So he had to become more of a badass. Days never changed for Tom Cruise and his flashbacks. They are always the same thing over and over. And at some point, yes, that's supposed to be that way. But the mimics, when the battle does happen, is supposed to adjust to this.
0: So, I mean, ultimately, the movie was not bad. It just wasn't what we were expecting, and it went off in a weird direction towards, like, the last third of yeah. the movie. It w- it was entertaining, well,
1: you know? this is where I guess I, guess I kind of lost it, too, and I think you did the same as well, is at the end of the movie, he, like, gets his blood transfused because oh, he didn't die. Yes. They didn't, like, force kill him. So, like, he lost the power to reset time, basically, because he didn't have the alpha blood in his system. So, they're like, oh, we know where we need to go. So, they go there, and this battle ensues, and they win. They kill the Omega... But he dies killing the Omega and somehow he still like gets enveloped by the Omega's power. Yeah, well because the like,
0: Omega bled out all over uh, him. Yeah. So and then he got the Omega's power to reset time whenever he wanted, but then he reset it to like before the entire battle, and then he went, and of yeah. course he fell in love with Rita and it turned into a love story. What is happening he, here?
1: Yeah, you know, and it was just like we didn't need a happy ending. We were fine leaving it with him killing the Omega. Both him and Rita die, great. Yeah. They won that battle and and they pretty much won the war across all of Europe. Yeah. And fantastic. That's great. Why did they have to like flash it back to this? Oh, they're
0: alive. Happy ending. Yeah, that's, that's why.
1: Yeah, See, it was disappointing. It, I don't need that.
0: Yeah. The manga, the way the manga ended, Rita and KG ended up having to fight each other in order, because only one of them could survive to reset the day. Because
1: technically they're both servers. Rita technically still had the power to be a server from when her original battle had happened.
0: They They were aware of what was happening and they had gone through it so many times that they then became servers. So they were like, well, since we've both been through it so many times, one of us has to die. And so they had to fight each other in order to to progress the story, basically. and And they had to kill, one of them had to kill the other one yeah like, and know? like
1: it's this is where i felt that it was sad though because it's like it was kind of heartfelt like rita knew that he had yeah. surpassed her in being a battle and you know, a warrior yeah he and had to
0: continue on to win the war
1: so she fought him but she didn't fight her, her for potential in my opinion she kind of right. like sacrificed herself for the greater good right but he had such a connection with her that he loved her it was hard for him to kill her and to me that was kind of a sad thing yeah. it was a happy sad because i mean it had to happen but like it's still sad
0: right and see that's what it was missing that's what the movie was missing it was missing that i don't know that that,
1: connection yeah yeah and this is why i was saying as a 400 page manga which i could get through in two to three hours i felt a greater connection to something that didn't have a whole lot of words you know just pictures and (laughs) short very short short message bubbles versus a two two and a half hour movie
0: yeah that cost millions of dollars to make yeah you know and
1: (laughs) that that's kind of strange to say it's uh, that's out there and to feel that you can feel that much more of a connection to something that's just a book all right um
0: well, I was actually going to talk about next. Square Enix, they just had a tech demo for DirectX 12. and Oh you,
1: my god.
0: Yeah, we watched it together. It's just a demo on technology that they are going to use in future projects and in future systems and, yeah. you know, etc. So the cool thing about it, the video itself was only three minutes long. We just found the important stuff, basically. And what it shows is that DirectX 12 is using up to 10 times more polygons than what they're currently using in DirectX 11.
1: I think they were saying something about like 63 million polygons per scene.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Which is just crazy amounts. But like you see Grand Theft Auto V that just came out. And I think that runs on DirectX 11. And it looks amazing on PC. Mm -hmm. Now imagine that times bajillions for DirectX 12.
0: It's crazy to think there can be that many in a game. Yeah. Scene. Like, like, look at, look at where it came from. How much
1: work they would have to go into.
0: Yeah. Look at where we came from. Well, Nintendo didn't even use polygons. They used pixels. Mm-hmm. But once we started using polygons, like with, I don't know, Tomb Raider? Genesis, maybe? Sega yeah. Genesis? I don't even know. Actually. I don't think so. I, think, no, I think that was pixels too. Yeah. But, okay, yeah. So PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Or Dreamcast. Yeah, you know, there things you go. Like Dreamcast. That. Something. Nintendo yeah. 64. Mm-hmm.
1: But like Mario? Yeah. Yeah, Mario 64. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, you know, that's a very, very low amount very of low polygons. Amount. And, you know, that's why they look so blocky. The fact that they can get 63 million into a scene to make something look so realistic. Like
1: the hair, it wasn't just like spikes. It looked like strands of hair, like yeah. done up and like, it was and, so detailed.
0: And it was individual strands of yeah. hair. It wasn't a clump of hair, you know. It wasn't like a wave of hair. Like the bangs were mm-hmm. not just one piece of flat hair. It was like, you know, it hundreds looked, of strands of hair to make yeah, bangs.
1: It looked like a real head of hair. Yeah, it was crazy. It, crazy. And
0: he said that there was like 53 shaders going through all of these strands of hair to make them look like hair. Yeah. You know,
1: all at once. You know, like when, you, for like a, just an example, you watch video games or you play video games and they have like those cutscenes and you can tell that the cutscenes quality is like way better than the actual gameplay. Yeah. What this like video was showing you is actual gameplay footage you're looking at something you're going to be doing in the game so I can only imagine if they actually had, like, a cutscene and, like, how much better that could be. Yeah, So you're not like,
0: going to know whether it's a cutscene uh, yeah. or whether you're supposed to be playing like, You're not. just to
1: be standing there, what's <laughs> the point for the character to move? Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. I'm supposed to move it. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was real-time rendering of, uh, you know, like the guy was showing you the, the clip, which was, like, you know, 30 seconds or however long it was. Yeah. He would take you through it and he would pause and he would adjust the light and the shadows. And, like, and
1: move you around camera angles and stuff yeah. and you could see all of the yeah. magnificent details it was
0: changing instantly you know yeah. there was no load times. time of
1: day and like it was going from dark to light and yeah it's, it's awesome.
0: nuts you know while we don't need that because i mean you know think of games like final fantasy 7 where such a great story having those graphics would have made it better but it wasn't necessary you know i'm just hoping that they don't make the focus too much on how it looks mm-hmm. and start not focusing on the things that make it fun they're thinking that maybe this will be a preview of something that we'll see in like Final Fantasy 16 or oh, something wow. like that. Oh wow. That
1: could, could that be so good.
0: Yeah, when yeah, that would be amazing.
1: <laughs> On the topic of games right now, I wanted to bring up something to you guys again from from software. So, last week we talked about Bloodborne.
0: Wait, what? From
1: from software
0: oh from software
1: the japanese company from software
0: yeah sorry i always get confused yeah it's a weird name it is yeah i always i miss it like like you forgot a word or
1: something you know my bad japanese company from software who made bloodborne is also known for the dark souls games well dark souls 2 came out i don't know about a year ago and is still being played today well there's been a known bug for well over a year Basically, it's like a game-breaking type bug. Oh, really? Yeah, it's what is it? it's uh, insane. Basically, people's names can crash your game. What? What do you mean? Yeah, like I don't know. I they didn't really well, go into a like bug. great. I guess d- it yeah, it's
0: <laughs> there is no basically. So you're
1: playing, in like <laughs> so I don't know necessarily how summons work for Dark Souls Two, but like if yeah. I, I I was to join your game and I purposely made my name, my character's name, some special freaking name. Yeah. it would crash your server. Oh, weird. Or your game. Yeah. Really weird, right? And I never then,
0: played Dark Souls Two. I only played the first one.
1: Yeah, and then she quit like after 10 minutes.
0: I, yeah, that was my <laughs> first time playing a Souls game. And and man, are they tough. You, well, I <clears> tried, <throat> like, I, but I couldn't get very far, and I got really frustrated because I didn't understand the format. So, yeah. I yeah.
1: <laughs> well, okay, so not only is there like a game-breaking name bug, mm-hmm. there was corrupted items that would mess up your game. Oh. And then there was also... Um, a durability bug as well for your items.
0: Yeah. They probably shouldn't have released the game at that point, like, with all these I don't
1: things know if, that will destroy your yeah, game. Yeah, I don't know if that was, like, an update that just kind of corrupted some i like oh. code in the system, or if this was, like, how it came out. Either way, it wasn't getting fixed.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been a year, right? Or at least.
1: It's been a year that this bug has been known for, yeah. So people create mods for the game. Yeah. Well, a person created a mod called DS2, and basically it fixed all of these errors.
0: Oh, wow. They should have hired that guy.
1: Should have. (laughs) But instead, people were getting soft banned. Oh. From the game really? for using this mod.
0: Oh, that's stupid. It's
1: really kind of stupid. Yeah. And basically, so like they could still play online, but they yeah. were getting put into their own like server.
0: Yeah, they're being put in like a purgatory. So,
1: yeah, kind of. So like you couldn't join someone else's game. If you wanted someone to come join your game to help you fight bosses or whatever, yeah they had to be in like that same softband server. oh And it's really kinda dumb because it wasn't like this thing was giving you cheats or hacks. It was literally fixing game-breaking bugs.
0: Yeah, that's really strange. But I guess, you know, they're like you're changing our software maybe? basically I but know. i mean
1: like there's tons of other
0: there can only be one yeah <laughs>
1: there's tons of other mods that people are using that don't get them banned or yeah. soft banned
0: well i mean you know, but i mean what like either do? a
1: play the game with bugs or b just gonna get soft bans and not worry about trying to join other people's games
0: yeah
1: exactly but the fact that people are getting banned is, it's kind of crappy yeah uh another game I mean, this is a classic. If anybody remembers the original Snake games you play, like on your Nokia phone. Oh, goodness. Snake? Yeah, like When you that. said
0: Snake, I thought you meant like Metal Gear. <laughs> oh, no. We,
1: no. I'm talking like what, 15, 20 years ago? Yeah. Oh, man.
0: I used to have this office job, and I used to have a Nokia phone, and it had Snake on it. Everybody
1: had a Nokia phone.
0: Yeah. Well, my job was very, very slow and boring, mm-hmm. so I would take extended bathroom breaks and just go <laughs> sit in there and play Snake for like 20 minutes and then Try come to see back how
1: out. you felt the screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i used to borrow people's phones just to play snake back in the day
0: snake was fun
1: yeah snake was a great game and then for whatever reason they stopped like putting it on phones the original creators making a sequel Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's cool. Is it going to be on phones?
1: It's going to go for the iOS and the Android market. <laughs> so it should be available soon-ish. I didn't quite see a release date yet, but yeah. it is in the works for being made. And it's the same game, but they've added like things to it. There's quest lines, and then there's fruit boosters that you eat while quest you're- Quest lines? Not like, like a quest chain, but I mean, like there's quests oh, to like, do, like missions. Like
0: achievements? Yeah. Kind
1: of. Kinda. Objectives? Yeah, objectives. Oh, there okay. you go. There's objectives to do. Um, There's fruit boosters to help your score there's you can yeah and you can (laughs) unlock music and visuals for the game you can also compete with others not necessarily like on the same map but i mean like probably like you upload high scores scores. and stuff like that and compete with other people yeah and like they didn't say what would happen but they're like Finish the challenge by completing the whole entire screen with your snake and see what happens.
0: Well that's kinda it's, cool, yeah, I guess. It's
1: cheesy but fun. Yeah. So we'll
0: have to we'll have to see.
1: I got my <laughs> iPhone ready to download this game when it comes out, so everybody look for the new uh, snake.
0: And you, we can also look for well, I don't know when this is gonna happen. We can look for news for it. Universal Parks is teaming up with Nintendo. So they're going to create some rides and attractions and whatnot for their theme parks. Oh, do we have
1: any idea what kind of games or rides, attractions?
0: No, there is absolutely no info for it yet. They've just said that we're partnering with them and we're going to create cool stuff. That's
1: aggravating. I've never gone to a Universal Studios Park ever in my whole entire life.
0: I have. But you know what? Every time I went, I went because I wanted to go on the Jurassic Park ride.
1: And it never was open, was it?
0: It was always closed for one reason or another. So I've never been on that ride. But Universal's they're good parks
1: isn't harry potter land in the universal studios mm,
0: yeah it is in, in florida is it
1: yeah okay why has florida always got like the mega ones like you get the mega universal and then you got like disney world i don't
0: know cause they have more land no they don't you know money. how big
1: california is yes so you california, know it's not more uh, land uh, get out of here with no, this I meant nonsense the, the
0: land that the park owns oh not the land of the state <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i was like they could just build it bigger uh, <laughs>
1: anyway my point being i've never <laughs> been to one and like you're not being able to give me attractions to go so well, it's yeah, like yeah. now I mean, do i even know if i want to try to go see universal Studios? Please,
0: do will give you info when it comes out they're well, just tra- they, they have to design stuff
1: i want a good reason to go
0: well if i was designing rides i could give you good reasons to go probably well let's hear it okay let's see if we could make a oh this one would be cool a mario kart ride you could be in like two-seater go-kart kind of things and you can go on a track kind of like the cars ride at disneyland right now okay and you can race against another cart that's on a track next to you and they can add in like holographic items you know like shells and things like that so you can run over them in your cart you know Uh,
1: yeah i mean i can see that
0: yeah kind of like make
1: like a tri-lane roller coaster yeah and And you're you're uh,
0: racing other cars would it like
1: be like an automated well, of course in terms of like okay you can't really use these holographic power-ups
0: well it's just for the ride i know i'm you, just you can't, yeah you technically can't use them but it'll use them automatically like uh, if you run over something the speed boost things you know all of a sudden your car goes faster or whatever. a little bit
1: yeah and you kind of get up a little bit ahead uh, yeah. and would you think they'd be like auto random generated holograms for cars
0: no it would have to be a specific track so it would Consistent be different depending time. on which car you got in you hmm. know what i mean i like
1: that idea I think it could use some work.
0: I'm not a ride designer, you know. <laughs> it's but a good concept. Fun. I think it's
1: a great concept.
0: Like the Indiana Jones ride, you know. You're in the you're in the big car and stuff, and and you go over these bumps and things like that, and you have to get away from stuff. It would just be like that, but with stuff in the way that makes you think Uh-oh. it's interactive, but it's not.
1: Okay. You know, it's yeah. just it's fun. That does sound kind of fun.
0: Yeah. Or they can have, like, well, you haven't even been to really Disneyland.
1: Not since I was, like, eight.
0: Okay. Well, there's this Bugs Life attraction. You go sit in a theater, and they have, like, a 3D thing. It's like a show, uh, and you're watching it with your 3D glasses, and the bugs do stuff, and they pop out. Are you sitting in chairs chairs. that, like, rock
1: around and stuff like that?
0: No, you're sitting in regular benches, but there is stuff that happens to the benches. Like, there's this spot where you get stung by bees, technically, and Mm -hmm. these little things poke out and hit your back and stuff, you know? Oh well okay they could do something like that but not so interactive like mm-hmm. that they can have like a battle theater for pokemon oh. so you could be sitting in like a stadium in your seat and down you're watching pokemon fight you know that'd be kind of cool you
1: know you know what would be neat is maybe not necessarily like do like a whole like st- like huge stage for stuff like that well, not huge. but what you could do right so like you can set up a line, right? Yeah. And have like three screens with like for like the three arenas. And you can send like teams of two and like people could battle each other on those screens. So like while you're waiting in line, you can watch people like battle. Oh, yeah. And like and then while you're in there, you have like you can maybe like pre choose what Pokemon you might want to use, like in line. Like yeah. of a set of like ten.
0: So you're actually fighting the Pokemon. Yeah. Oh see. no I no no
1: no. no, no, no. You're fighting somebody else. So like say me and you would go to line. Yeah. You're so like the trainer. I choose three Pokemon, you choose three Pokemon, and we get to like actually like press the ball and throw it and yeah. like make them fight.
0: That's kinda be cool. That seems way more uh
1: advanced.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but it'd be you, you know have how to think awesome of that would be the technology that they have right now. It's a
1: computer generated thing. It's just like playing a Game Boy, but like on a big screen.
0: That would it. be fun. They could also make like a shooter game at Disneyland also, they have these uh, ones where you're sitting in the carts and it's like Toy Story. So you have these guns and you're shooting all the bad guys right and they keep track of your score. Oh. They could do that. But with Metroid or Mega Man and like you can have Metroid running around or Metroid, you could have Samus running around. And you can have uh, Mega Man, depending on which character they chose, mm-hmm. and they're like running around shooting stuff, and you're kind of assisting them from uh, your cart. That'd be cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be pretty neat.
1: That's another good idea. Yeah, I, I think I've been. I don't want to say I've been on a ride, but I've heard of rides like you kind of like ride and you have like an a, like attached like gun and like yeah. you're like shooting bad guys like on the tracks as you're going and you yeah, get like points exactly. and stuff.
0: That'd be fun. Yeah, you know. Yeah, or they could do like a Toontown kind of thing where they just kind of have like the the fake town set up, well, but like it could be like for Zelda. Characters and no, stuff it like could be like the Zelda town, like in Hyrule.
1: I mean, like so you can bushes and get and you gems. Can into, you
0: can look into pots. You can, yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that'd be cool. That would be kind of cool.
1: Um, and then you know how like they always have like festival games, like ring toss and. Things of that nature. You can kind of like turn that into... Oh,
0: like carnival games? Yeah.
1: What I say? Festival?
0: You said festival. Same thing.
1: <laughs> mm. Festival, carnival games, like ring toss and throwing like a softball into a barrel or popping the balloons with darts. Yeah. You can kind of like turn that into a Mario Party-esque type thing.
0: Like area? Yeah, that would be pretty cool.
1: So like, yeah, you just kind of like make, you can make your own teams with your friends and like set your own games up and like you just play the games and win points and like based on points, you get a prize.
0: Yeah, yeah, I could see that.
1: Um, Besides that, I I think I don't really have any more ideas right now. Okay. We've already helped Nintendo enough as it is with our ideas for things. We, don't need, we don't need to create the whole theme park for them.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. Well, I do have a, an upcoming event that's going to be in San Jose. If you want to talk about that for a little bit.
1: I don't see why not.
0: Okay. On May 22nd to the 25th, there's going to be FanimeCon in San Jose. And it's the... Yay! Yay! <laughs> it's the 21st anniversary for it. I had no idea that it had been around for that long, to be honest.
1: That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I I mean, I've never really been into Comic-Con, FanimeCon, or anything like that, so it's... These are new things to me in general. Yeah. I remember, I think last year, we went to like Peggy Sue's down the street in San Jose and we kept seeing like
0: oh, the furries. furries. Like, yeah, yeah, people were
1: walking in with tails and I'm like, what in the hell is going on? My DS is blowing up right now. <laughs> you know, and then we happened yeah. to realize that it was Fanimecon, and We were like, I guess we chose a great day to come out and get some food.
0: Yeah, right. Well, it's back. But like I said, so it's the 22nd through the 25th and they're going to have tons of stuff. And oh, we have our tickets, by the way. So we'll be there. So if anybody's street passes us send us a screenshot
1: please do yeah let's say
0: it says super sugoi cast when you meet us
1: maybe we'll have t-shirts by then and we can see each other
0: maybe yeah i don't think so though
1: Uh, just saying (laughs) i'll grab a white t-shirt and i'll just write super sugoi cast on it
0: yeah you could do that
1: there we go well what are they gonna have at the event like are they gonna i imagine they're gonna have like a cosplay contest yeah
0: oh yeah there's always a cosplay contest unfortunately for us though it's actually gonna be on sunday and that's when we're recording so we don't need to record (laughs) so we're gonna miss the cosplay competition but um i mean there's gonna be cosplay the entire weekend i'm sure i'm sure
1: yeah there's tons of it during the star wars celebration i'm sure we'll have tons of it for the friday and saturday of anime so
0: yeah is there anything that you're looking forward to seeing
1: um, I want to see some, like, Naruto cosplays, maybe some One Piece. Those are a few of the animes that I enjoy watching, and some people can take those really uh, far and have some fun with it.
0: Yeah. I think I'd like to see some fun, like, gender-bent characters, you Okay. Know? Male characters that are cosplayed by female characters or turned into female characters.
1: Like male slave Princess Leia's? N-
0: yes, but it's not just a guy in a girl's costume.
1: That's not what you mean?
0: It's a girl character that's been transformed into a male character. Or how vice does that versa.
1: Be, so how would you even know then? How would you Like say Naruto, Naruto? yeah.
0: It would be a girl. She could have long hair. She could have her hair in a ponytail or whatever. It's the same same thing. It's a general costume that's based on the original costume. It's just meant for a female, okay, instead of a male. Yeah. Or vice versa. You know, a male dressing up as a female character.
1: Okay, I see.
0: So I'd like to see some fun characters like that. That, mm. that would be cool. You know. Right.
1: Well, what else are they gonna have there? Popcorn.
0: Probably, maybe funnel I'd, cake. I I don't know. I think if we wanted funnel cake, we'd have to go.
1: I've never seen funnel cake in anime
0: yeah i don't think so either
1: so i probably wouldn't expect it then huh? <laughs> maybe hopefully they'll have ramen
0: maybe yeah i mean i don't i don't know i don't think they have like food vendors aside from like the, the concession stand really yeah
1: that's his appointment
0: because i i mean i don't think there are food booths yeah you know you'd have to go out to Dashiell eat and City then come back. Yeah, yeah exactly makes
1: sense why we saw a bunch of like furries walking around yeah Okay,
0: but there is gonna be a swap meet, so people are gonna be selling um you know some of their memorabilia to other people, oh, so and it's not like I think that's actually the night before or like the night of the twenty second or the night of the twenty first I'm actually not sure oh, but so you go there and then it's it's like a flea market, you know, okay, so everybody has their little areas and they're selling stuff that they no longer want or need, so you can pick up some really cool stuff that way, you know,
1: so we can bring like comic books if we really wanted to,
0: yeah, technically, uh-huh okay and then there's gonna be a music festival with karaoke of course and there's gonna be some dancing karaoke
1: yeah Ooh.
0: (laughs) and there's gonna be some dancing um there's gonna be like a black and white ball and then i guess they do that every year okay and then there's gonna be like a dance party do you need like separate
1: tickets for that or do you get automatic access because we have tickets already
0: i think we have automatic access since since we have tickets for the entire event I don't know if like or if you purchased the single day, tickets, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that would still apply. Okay. But I'm pretty sure if you can get in, you can get into that too. Okay. It's in the event, so.
1: Nice. Sounds like a fun evening as well as day.
0: And then there's gonna be um, a music video contest. They they do these all the time at anime conventions. They make well they make music videos from like music that's been used in anime and stuff like that. Oh, that's awesome. And, um, oh, you know what I'm actually kind of looking forward to? There's going to be a Gunpla Builders World Cup. So these are people who build Gundam models. And you take your completed Gundam model and Mm -hmm. you you show it. And if you win, they'll take you into representing North America for the World Cup. And they'll fly you to Japan for the actual competition.
1: So, okay. That's awesome. So any team that wins here in San Jose gets to go to Japan on their dime.
0: They're not really teams, though. It's just like if I oh it's an individual
1: type thing it's not okay yeah if i really wanted to i can build a gundam within the next two weeks paint it and bring it and if somehow mine looks the best i win and i get to go to japan to represent north america yeah that sounds kind of cool i mean are these like super complex things
0: no i don't think so i mean you just you i mean it can't just be like you built it out of the box you have to paint it and you have to add stuff to it and make it look cool like
1: aftermarket stuff
0: no, no, no. Like I mean, it can be, <laughs> it can be out of the box parts. Okay. It just can't look like it was straight out of the box. Like you have to finish the edges, and you have to repaint it, and you have to weather it, and stuff like that.
1: Interesting. You have to turn it mm-hmm. into like
0: a high quality model.
1: I guess we'll have to see when we get there, because I mean, like I feel like that's not okay. challenging. I mean, out of the box, you can paint it. So kind of like an armor suit. Like if you were to cosplay as a stormtrooper, you basically, you can get the brand new white pieces, but you want to paint them or weather them down like you've been in battle to make it look more interesting.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly like that. Got it. Um, And then there's also going to be other gaming tournaments, but I didn't see, they didn't say what games are going to be played. But I guess there's going to be, you know, a section. I don't know if they're handheld games or computer games, but there's going to be gaming tournaments. I'm sure we'll find out
1: the more closer we get to it, the more, like, locked down it will be and prizes and things of that nature. And they'll release that kind of information soon.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
1: It'd be neat to be able to go check that out, though.
0: I'd like to see some some Gundam cosplays. I think that'd be kind (laughs) of cool. That would be really neat. Yeah. Um, Anything with lots of armor, I think, is is always really cool.
1: I understand, like, Comic-Con, it's about comics and comic book heroes and things of that nature. Like, anime, like, besides, like, vendors and people just going to generally celebrate being a fan of anime, mm-hmm. is there anything specific to it?
0: No, that's exactly what it is. It's fans of anime. Fanime. Fan okay. So <laughs> it's
1: basically Star Wars Celebration, but for anime. Yeah. So, yeah, you, okay, exactly. you're not going to, like, an event. You're just going to be around other people who like things that you like. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. I look forward to this. I had a lot of fun at Star Wars. I'm sure we'll have a lot of fun at Anime.
0: Yeah, I think so, too. It'll be a good time.
1: All right. Um, I think I was hearing you talk a little bit ago about like uh, Godzilla in Tokyo.
0: Oh yeah. So meanwhile, in Tokyo, Godzilla has been appointed the the tourism ambassador for the Shinjuku Ward.
1: So if we were to travel there as tourists, we could find Godzilla.
0: Well, uh, well actually, kind of. He, they're going to use him to increase interest of travel because everybody knows who Godzilla is.
1: I already want to travel to Japan. I don't need Godzilla. <laughs>
0: But <laughs> well, but people who are not us, okay. Okay. Everybody knows who Godzilla is, so yes. they're gonna they're using that character to promote tourism and get people to go to Shinjuku, basically.
1: All you have to have known is P Diddy's song, and you have Godzilla everywhere. <laughs> yeah. it's a, I mean, you don't have to watch the old movies or the new movies. As long as you've heard at least one rap song, you might know.
0: Well, you know, they're actually, or they're gonna have one. I think it's one last Godzilla movie. It's like the twenty eighth. Again. Yeah, well, it's it's from Japan though. It's not an American oh, Godzilla. Oh,
1: so not the one with uh, Brian Cranston, the one that just came yeah, out. Yeah,
0: no. Um, apparently, that one did really, really badly. I didn't see it.
1: That sounds bad because the previews actually looked really good.
0: Yeah, well, we'll watch it eventually. Deceiving I'm sure, things but. as always. Well, but so-, so the company which is called Toho. They are gonna make one last one, I think. Um, oh! In like a couple of years, it's gonna come out in like a year or two. So or it's gonna be like
1: Japanese-made, like Japanese voice, Japanese, voiced, Japanese uh-huh. acted. Yeah. Ooh.
0: So one last Godzilla film. Yay! And this all fits in with the whole him being the tourism ambassador, and they've actually created a giant replica head of Godzilla. <laughs> And he's above the Toho Studio offices. That's so cool. Yeah, so if you're in Shinjuku, where the Toho Studios is, you'll see his giant head and like his hand peeking over the top of the building. <laughs> it's 170 feet above ground level. I wonder basically. if you can see that from like
1: planes flying in.
0: Yeah, you should be able to. Yeah, but oh, it's it's so just cool. from like the neck up. And what's even cooler is that also on top of the Toho building, there's a hotel. It's a it's thirty st- thirty stories. And there are two rooms where you can actually see Godzilla's face outside of your windows. <laughs> They're like big, big windows. They're not just like the tiny little hotel windows. Either. Yeah. And the whole rooms are decked out in Godzilla theme. So there's a bunch of toys and like you get sheets and stuff to sleep in. Can you imagine everything.
1: if you're going just to stay there, just, just to be there, right? Yeah. You didn't even realize that Godzilla was on top of the building. And you go there and you're like, why is this room full of Godzilla (laughs) stuff? What the hell is going on? (laughs) Yeah. And then like you wake up one morning, it's kind of dark outside and you see this like giant figure outside your window and you just realize, it's real. Yeah. Oh my God, I'm going to (laughs) die. You know, like that'd be so crazy. It
0: would be. Yeah. I think his eyes light up too. Like I'm pretty sure he has red eyes. I would
1: freak the hell out. Like why (laughs) is there a red glow? Oh my God, it's Godzilla out my window at like three in the morning. Yeah. I would cry.
0: Well, you would know if you're staying in this room because it costs extra to, to have the godzilla like, suite you know no,
1: maybe you just think it's a godzilla suite you don't expect godzilla to be outside your window
0: that's true but if you miss the giant head coming over the top of the building you're
1: so excited about all the things inside I, your room you're not
0: even <laughs> thinking about it if you want to stay in this room it costs you about three to four hundred dollars depending on which night of the week you're staying there that's not terrible three hundred dollars a night i mean i guess i wouldn't that's, didn't we that's spend like two hundred
1: dollars a night for our hotels in anaheim
0: it's a hundred dollars more than that ah,
1: it's godzilla <laughs> it's worth it
0: i guess so i mean yeah how else would you say i slept next to godzilla's face you know
1: right godzilla's face i can uh, i can only imagine <laughs> but uh i mean do you have anything else on godzilla or is that really about it
0: no that's i mean the original movie actually the original movie came out in 1954
1: 54 yeah so we're talking so like, he's like 70 years yeah ago?
0: godzilla's old you know i had no idea
1: 60 years ago math
0: long time yeah and you can go up to the roof where the head statue is and like walk around up there and take pictures and look at him really stuff. yeah so wow. you have access to go up there and check him out we
1: really gotta go do this <laughs> <laughs>
0: i don't know how long he's gonna be there
1: well, but, we gotta try, try. Hopefully, he'll be out there long enough. We can, like, maybe get out there and take a photo with it. And then, like, you know how they set up, like, the giant Gundams?
0: Yeah. Oh, I'll go take
1: a picture with one of those, too.
0: You know, there's actually a Gundam barbershop out there. Is there? there. Yeah. What? But, like, you can go get your hair cut. And they have these giant Gundams outside. They're not, like, you know, life-size, like the yeah. like the actual 1-1 Gundam in Odaiba. No, these are... They're taller than humans. They're, like, a story tall. Oh. You know? So, they're pretty big. That's awesome. But, um... Outside of this barbershop, there's a ton of them. And I think it's just called the Gundam Barbershop. I'm not actually sure. If I, I bring
1: them a Gundam, do I get a free haircut?
0: <laughs> I don't know. That's that really would be question. kind of interesting, though. Yeah. I, I, Any of these people who, if you happen to win the Gunpla Builders World Cup, you have to go there. And like... let us
1: know. Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. You, you got to go get a Gundam haircut.
0: Yeah. And then there's there's a Gundam Cafe, too. That's neat. It's at one of the train stations. I,
1: do you like build Gundams while you drink your coffee?
0: I do i don't know i don't think so i think no Uh, i i think you can buy some of the models there but it's it's just a themed cafe Oh, okay so the inside looks all very i don't know like from the anime and stuff like Uh, that and they serve snacks that are yeah i guess i
1: was picturing like an internet cafe like where you go play games while you drink coffee and like play you know kind of things like that so i figured like maybe it's like a hobby cafe you go build gundams while you drink coffee
0: yeah no i think that's yeah
1: that's, That's a it. good idea, though. <laughs> Again, man, we're just like selling ideas all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, about does it though for today. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Fantastic. So look forward to our future episode of Fanime. Um, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at SuperSugoiCast.
0: Yes, please like us. Yes. And you know, leave us comments. Any and feedback stuff. we can get, any feedback
1: <laughs> is positive, negative. Either way, we're trying to make the show the best we can for everybody who's listening to us.
0: Yeah. You can also send us a message at SuperSugoiCast at gmail check out the network that we're on night of the living geeks it's notlg.com
1: tons of things to listen to on there um you can find us on itunes at super as well download some of our episodes oh I'll...
0: yeah we're on itunes
1: now so we're on itunes and we, we use soundcloud so i mean like yeah listen to every episode on all of our listening systems <laughs> get us the more views we can get yeah and hopefully here in the new future we'll have a t-shirt for you guys we've already kind of designed what we're going to do uh we're still figuring out some colors
0: And thank you to Alex Barroza for all of our music. You can check out more of his stuff below.
1: And all right, everybody have a great weekend. See ya. Of the living poop.